Thanks so much for listening to the Sex with Emily show. I love being able to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve. I want to give you the best show possible, so I so appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free. Fleshlight is the number one sex toy for men. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could feel the pleasure of having sex anytime, even when you don't have a partner? The Fleshlight, the most popular sex toy for men, it simulates the sensations of sex. It was engineered to look and feel like the real deal, and many people think it feels better than sex. Not that you'll never want sex again, but they also have the Fleshlight stamina training unit. It helps you practice lasting longer and becoming a better lover. Plus, you'll experience some of the most mind-blowing orgasms of your life. And you ever fantasize about having sex with your favorite porn star? Well, now you can. Janet Jameson, Christy Mack, Joanna Angel, Jessica Drake. They're available in realistic flesh tone color with popular lotus texture or the all-new unique signature line of textures. Each custom-molded Fleshlight Girl masturbation sleeve is an exact mold of each star's most intimate parts. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to get your Fleshlight now. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out my blogs, my podcasts, my videos, and be sure to sign up for my mailing list the second you get there because you can you can get a report, the five biggest mistakes you're making in bed if you're a man or a woman. And also, we'll send you emails, not, not too many emails, not like in an annoying sense, but with more details to help you improve your sex life. And I would love to uh, I'd love to hear from you. As always, email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I'm very excited for tonight's show because my special guest is Chanel Preston. <laughs> Chanel was on last year with Samantha Saint, and their, their episode was like our most popular episode last year. And they're both porn stars, and they were, they were the um, – you guys were the – at AVN, you were the, the – at the, the awards, the host yes. of the award ceremony, that was really fun. So Chanel does porn, but she also launched a great new website. You guys got to check it out: nakedwithchanel.com, which helps people shed the inhibitions and negative attitudes currently keeping them from understanding themselves better. Don't we all know about that? So we're going to get into that and um, a lot of Chanel talking about her and her life, and um, then we're also going to be reading the emails. Tonight, your topics are tips for being clean when you're having anal sex. A woman can't orgasm and has tried every single trick in the book, even the magic wand. We've got to help her. Um, dick cheese questions. If you listened to last week's show, a woman called in. She had a problem. Her boyfriend's penis smelled like dick cheese or smelled like cheese. We're getting into that. And how to have more powerful ejaculations. But first, I I just need to talk to you all about something. Anderson, why? And I'm with Anderson. Why are you laughing? Like we're like doing a whole dick cheese segment now? That's Dude, a new dick thing? cheese is going to become a whole new thing. I mean, apparently I got emails about it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't know if this is a road we should be encouraging. I know. It makes me kind of nauseous and hungry at the same time. I don't know why. Well, I, haven't eaten I haven't eaten dinner yet. The cheese part. Not a dick cheese. Whatevs. That was you know what? Back in the Vietnam era, uh, I yes. used to watch a lot of Vietnam movies, and they'd call each other cheese dick all the time. Oh. I wonder if that has anything to do with no, it. No, I think it just smelled like cheese, and she was concerned. Right. Chanel, I'm going to fill you in on this one, because you're going to have to help me answer this. Um, okay, so here's the thing. What I want to talk about is is talking to your partner about sex, because this comes up 
like all the time. I mean, I really think it's one of the top questions I get asked or one of the top answers I get to people is like, you just got to talk about it. So last night I was at this dinner party with a bunch of girlfriends and, you know, some old, some new. It was great because I don't, you know, just I moved to a new city. It's great to meet new people. And of course I walk in and the host who I've been friends with for years is like, oh, Emily, tell everyone what you do for a living, which sometimes is a little, you know, I know the whole conversation. What? You do what? I told them what I do. And there goes the night. We talked a lot about sex. And to no surprise, one woman who was sitting next to me, she was a new friend, super cool woman, and she said, um, you know, she has three kids, she's been married for 10 years, and she said, you know, I really want to talk to my husband about sex, about something that I want in bed, and I and I really don't, you know, I haven't talked to him. I'm like, well, do you guys ever talk? And she says, no, we actually have never talked about it. And so here's the thing, this, this no longer shocks me, because I, I just hear from people all the time. It just makes me kind of sad and kind of riled up because I just want people to start talking to your friggin' partner or whoever you're with. I don't care if you're with them for three nights or, you know, 30 years. You have to talk about sex. So you've heard me say this over and over again. Communication is a lubrication. But I'll break that down for you and what that means, that it's imperative that you talk to your partner about sex, period. It's never, ever too soon. It's not like you got to wait a month or three months so we bring it up. The second your penis is inside her vagina or your vagina allows a penis to enter or two vaginas or two penises, I don't care. It's time to start talking about or at least expressing what you need in bed because I've been amazed at how many people are having sex, like a lot of sex, and they never, ever, ever, ever talk to their partner about what they want in the bedroom, long or short-term relationships. And I get these emails from you every day or people on the street, my wife doesn't want sex, my husband won't perform oral sex, and what do I do? I really need it. And the thing that is, is that sex is... The most important, one of the most important things in a relationship, especially when you're not having it, it becomes the most important thing. And you need to stay connected, but no one knows how to like broach the subject. It's like this, you can talk about everything else in the world but sex. But it really is some of the most important work that you can do with your partner. And and it's like, it's about being vulnerable. And and, and I just want people not to be afraid because you're already with this person. And in fact, you have to be vulnerable to have a healthy relationship and have to have great sex. And if you don't take risks in your relationship by being vulnerable, you're not going to have great sex or relationships. And through talking is exactly how you will get the love, intimacy, and the sex that you've always wanted. Because a lot of people, I think, get confused. They think, well, we're intimate. We have sex. But it's the talking about it that'll keep you closer. So that's why it's ironic because we're in relationships. We're having great sex. You could be having orgies or threesomes or doing crazy, you know, whatever stuff. And you're still not really talking about it. You're not being vulnerable, and therefore you still won't have the sex you want. Because it's not going to magically happen. I think a lot of you think that you're going to find the perfect partner, and this partner is going to know. This man or this woman is going to push like all the buttons that I need. But the problem is even if they know at the beginning, we all change when we're in a relationship, and our desires change as we grow and evolve over time. And so the issue is the time passes, and you never talk about it because maybe it's great at the beginning. Like, we all have great sex at the beginning, I hope. That's our wisdom on three, six months, nine months. And so you think, we don't need to talk about it. But if you if, if you take your old, like, the, the, that's the thing is that things passes, and you think, well, how can I start now because we've been together nine months or nine years, and how do I start now? So I think it's important to first think about what you want to say. Like take your own like sexual inventory. How do you like to be touched? What feels good? What gets you in the mood? What what kind of mind frame do you have to be in to have great sex? And if you don't know, and a lot of women, often, like they don't know, they don't take the time exploring their bodies, th- that's a great thing to do first. So it's masturbation month. We've got 10 days left. Happy, happy masturbation month. I will never stop talking about it until it's over. Because if you're what, maybe you don't even know it feels good. So take the time, you know, figuring it out so you can actually explain it to your partner. 
And just because something might have worked for you 10 months ago, it might not work anymore. So how do you start the conversation? That's the next thing. Like this woman last night was like, well, how do I start? We've been together 10 years. And I think the best is always like outside the bedroom. You don't want to start saying, well, honey, this is what I need when you're actually having sex. So you just got to start. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. You know, make it positive. Don't say, you know, honey, we need to talk about our disastrous sex life because that is just going to be just going nowhere. Rather, I know we both want to feel good sexually. So let's talk about how to make it even better. Or you can say something like, I love when we have a night together and have sex without distractions. Last week was so amazing and you made me feel so good. And and let's talk about more things we can do like that. Because you can, and you can also start by reminiscing. I think this is a great thing for couples. Talk about back to the first time you had sex together. Or that was really fun when we, you know, it was really exciting when we used to make out all the time. So just do it. Like, remember, it's not a one-time conversation. And once you start having the conversation conversation about sex, you're going to see that you actually enjoy it and you learn about each other and you get closer and you grow together and your sex life will be better. So that's what I got to say about that. And let me know how it's going. So start tonight. You're telling me two mimes can't have a good sexual relationship? No, they can't. They need to mime it out then. You know what? I, speaking you from experience. You don't even talk to your partner about speaking sex. Speaking from experience yeah. there, M.M. Yeah. Uh, it is. It can be uncomfortable and awkward sometimes. And I think maybe like uh, whether it's your picture book or any kind of pictures right. it might um, be a good starting point. You're true. It's true. Okay. I wrote a book called Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Could Try Tonight. People always email me that they use my but You can get it on Amazon or my website. You, you open up the pages, colorful pages of people having sex and pick a position. Be like, honey, let's try that tonight. Or watch porn right. together. You, you point the pictures and you don't even have to talk about it first. Didn't and you then, do that with your wife? Uh, have you ever thought about making a pop-up book? Pop no, up sex that's book, a, not bad, freaking, right? That's a, dude, it's that's a, a million table, dollar idea. A coffee table. It, my book is a coffee. It used to be over there. Oh, it's hot sex. It's right there. I'll show you. It's like, oh. I mean, and it's like, yeah, you can grab it. I mean, well, you've headphones on, but it's like, it's like you don't have to read the book from front or listen to the podcast together or watch porn together, right? A lot of couples, you know, guys do it on their own, but they think they don't. You know, watch, watch together. Watch Game of Thrones together. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, exactly. Right, and just be like, this is what I like. That's what I, you know. If you don't know yourself, and then that's a great like third party way where you could be like, oh, what do you think of that? We go to a sex toy store. I mean, what do you think, Chanel? No, I agree, and I think part of the problem too is that some women don't know what they like. Right. So that's also a problem with communicating. Is they're like, well, I'm willing to communicate, but I don't know what I like. Right. Exactly. So I like the idea of watching things with your partner and pointing out, like, oh, that turns me on, or I like that, and right. kind of figuring out what it is you like about it and talking about it at the same time. Exactly. And, can, and then it can and lead fun. to something even... You never know what it's going <laughs> to lead to. Watch Chanel. What's your most... What film do you love? Like, would you like to promote that you've done that you think would help couples? Or that you think would be great for couples to watch together? Oh, my gosh. Um, that I've done? I don't know. I shoot some crazy stuff. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it could be... Yeah, I just... Whatever. Anything. Or any porn. Good starter, maybe. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's different companies that tend to shoot things that are aimed more towards couples. Um, there's New Sensations. They're really great because a lot of their movies are very high quality. It feels like a real movie. And it's definitely the aimed. Plot. The plot. The plot is great. Generally, they choose the performers that can act. Right. Um, so do Sensations. There's also Wicked and Digital Playground. Those all are story-based. Okay. Um Horns, but I not to say every woman wants right. a story. No, exactly. And I hate to be stared. I hate to be stared at. But, yeah. but you know, I hate that on the show. Like you guys know that I know that we're all different. But sometimes there are certain there are certain stereotypes. It's a good for a reason. intro, and then girls who are used to it 
you know, then they branch out and they're like, I like browsers where there's a small storyline, but right. it's, you know, not a whole movie. Exactly. And then they get into the crazy gonzo and they're like, I love watching that girl get choked right, out. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then like, they're no. like, okay, maybe we want to try something different. I mean, because honestly, if your mind, if you're like, I really don't know, because a lot of women don't fantasize as much as men. Right. So I think porn is a great way or reading erotica or whatever it is that can get you thinking about new things with your partner. I love oh, it. What? I actually recommended this to a lady who emailed me about not being able to speak to her husband. And I suggested buying an erotic novel and when she's home alone, maybe reading it out loud yeah. to get used to saying certain things or seeing what they're That's a saying. Great, right. So that was a suggestion that's I had That's a great suggestion. Or yeah. read it together sometimes. I yeah. think it's sweet when couples read it together. I think that's a great idea. I think um, all these things, it's other other things out there that can help you communicate and have better sex. <laughs> um, so what else was I going to say? Okay, this week, just my week. So I was today, Anderson, I was in playboy.com for uh, giving oral sex tips which is exciting and then also women's health talking about the clitoris it was a big press day so I was it was it was um yeah oral sex and, and you realize if I your father I, I would have had a heart attack before you finished I know you're like I was on playboy.com today for giving Not oral for sex naked. <laughs> I wasn't giving oral sex I was talking about it there's a lot of press stuff and then I was also on Brandy Glanville's show you know if you watch the real housewives of um Beverly Hills Atlanta is it Beverly, Beverly Hills no I was on her podcast it was okay. I, I mean I I I watched some TV. I was I had a show on Bravo for years ago, and they literally made me watch Bravo because I hadn't. It was like getting a job at a radio station, and I don't ever listen to the radio. Wait, before you started doing your reality show no, for Bravo, they made me watch. And they were like, "You need, yeah." I had to get a TV. I hadn't had a television in twenty years. They're like, "We won't put you on our network unless you no, watch our network." They were like, "Emily, it would be helpful." It, it makes sense. Like you couldn't go work driving a truck if you never driven a truck. Yeah, that's true. But we want all our truck drivers doing the same thing. I don't want all our shows like acting I like know, each other. I know, but you just like there's like the sit down interviews where they ask you and you have to talk. I had this. that issue the other day too because I was talking to an agent. They were talking about where I would fit, and they were like giving me names of people and shows, right. and I'm all, huh? Right. They're like, you got to get right, especially living in LA too. <laughs> right. People are like, that's all anyone talks about, like Game of Thrones. Like I've heard of it. I don't watch it. I've never seen it. You, you guys would love it. But when I was there, Brandy Glanville show, which is really her podcast, you could check it out. It's also on Podcast One, where you can find mine. We like literally her show. Usually, she has guests on for fifteen minutes. I was there for an hour and a half. We were just talking about. What are you that. trying to say you guys love each other? <laughs> no, we were. We did love each other, but we're both like single and women, or we're like kind of like men in some ways, and sleeping around and having a good time. And then Larry King walked in. You're kidding me? No, I swear you're to God. fucking kidding me, Larry no. King. Larry King. Well, because I was doing my show after. And then he came in. He was there with um, with Norm. Norm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, Larry King. I was like, do you want to come on my show? Because he's been married like eight times. I was like, I <laughs> promise I won't ask you about all eight marriages. I didn't say that. But I, he could um, be number nine. Yeah. I could be, I could be, he was with his wife, though. Was he might wearing, have been younger than me. Was he wearing his suspenders? He wasn't wearing his suspenders. Oh, I posted on how Instagram. How disappointing. I, I know. I don't think he was. Just a button down cash. Yeah. With a very young, beautiful wife. All right, off Larry David, back to porn. Larry David, sorry, Larry, Larry, <laughs> Larry, uh, King. Larry yeah. King. I almost said Larry Clark. Hey, uh, speaking of gonzo porn, not that I'm a, a, a guy, I don't even understand gonzo porn, okay. but what I found fascinating, uh, an old co an old uh, host on Loveline years ago brought in a bunch of stuff, and it was all by Lizzie Borden. Does she still oh. make movies? She's actually a friend of mine. Um, she does not make movies anymore. She's been out of the industry for a while. The last, uh, about two years ago, me and her shot together and she directed a couple things, but she's the, not. The one that we popped in the DVD player here in the studio um, had a bunch of pig heads, actual pig's heads, like floating around on fishing lure. Really? And uh, sex scenes were going on all around these floating pig heads. 
Well, she's the queen of gore. That's yeah. her thing. I don't even know. It was very know. interesting. It was super she's interesting. Like, she's into like gore, you know, like blood and da da da. So that's, you know. It's that's her genre. Her, that's, that's her thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's gone to Halloween porn. and she loves right. all that. Monsters and Did you like duels. it or that's, you didn't like it? It was really interesting. I mean, there was nothing erotic about it for me. But her, her parents really had some foresight when they named her Lizzie Borden. Well, they, huh. why they didn't name her Lizzie Because she, she likes horror and the macabre. Oh, okay, got I'm it. I'm kidding right. you, Fox. Of course she did. Of course. I'm like, what are you talking? Right, right. Okay, I got it. I get it. Um, yeah, I don't even know. So what? Um, okay, we have some calls coming, and people have been waiting already okay. to talk to you. <laughs> Hi, Miguel. You're on sex with Emily with Chanel Preston. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing okay. Just here. I was, you know, chilling right now. I just came back from all working out. Yeah, you're in Chicago. Yep. I love Chicago. Okay, so how can we help uh, you tonight? What's going Popeye. on? Miguel? Hello? Hello, yes, what brings you What brings you here tonight calling us? <laughs> uh, I was going to ask uh, Daniel Preston, uh, will she ever do a CandyScore.com with a fan? Because I'm actually a big fan of hers. I don't know. what. What's the website? Uh, can you score? Can you score? Can, can he score? Is that what it is? Yes. Um, I'll have to check it out. I've never heard of it. I know that there are girls that do a, a fuck a fan sort of thing. Um, I've never been approached with the idea, but you never know. But yes. obviously, if I do, I will be tweeting the heck out of it. Yeah. And Miguel, you'll be the first one. <laughs> yeah, because uh, to tell you, uh, Channel, I'm actually the same age as you, by the way. Really? We're like twinsies. And it has and to happen. That means that you should be together. So, yeah, so we need to have sex. You're yeah. practically separated at birth. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, I also got family from Alexa, Alaska. Really? Where yeah, at? I got an uncle and from my dad's side. So where where are they living? Huh? Where are they living in Alaska? Like uh, like the same as you, like like you said before, remember? Fa- I just on your videos. Fairbanks? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Cool. Well, thanks, Miguel. Thanks for calling. Yeah. We appreciate it. Have a great night. Jesus, he wants to have sex with you on a porn site. I think that was the bottom yes. line, right? Yes. Yes. Good luck, Miguel, with that one. Okay. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Hi. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for calling into Sex with Emily. I'm here with Chanel Preston. How's your night? How can we help you? Um, I heard, I actually heard that Chanel was going to be on your show and stuff and She's I just here. basically wanted to say hi and I have just started seeing her work this year and I am just I am a new fan of hers and she is just a darling. She is beautiful. She is Thank beautiful. you, Andrew. She's beautiful and She's smart and sweet and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you what was what film did you watch? What what got you first turned on to her? Which one? Do you remember? Well actually well I think I think it was on a Facebook page called Adult DVD Empire. It was a picture I saw of her, and I just, I was like, wow. <laughs> she has just sex wow. for a living? Wow. Because you wouldn't think like, it. Like, she also has this look. Like, you got to check out her new website, too, which is, like, educational, naked. With, but she's got, like, you shouldn't go both ways. She I can go. Point. I swing both ways. She swings both ways. Yeah. you got to check it out. Yeah. I would have to say that I think probably the only... Major, I think the only four scenes I've ever seen of her is is Tonight's Girlfriend, the very first scene she was in, her POV anal scene, and probably my favorite, I think, and it's probably my ultimate fantasy, 
the masseuse scene. Oh, what was the masseuse scene? I've done a few masseuse uh, scenes. Those well, are popular. You know, they, oh, like I, are I, you? You're giving it, or well, in which you was I getting the massage, or was I um, getting or giving? You were. She was giving the guy the guy massage. It was a it was a student. It was a it was a student that. So you want to get a massage for me? <laughs> yeah, you want with you. the happy ending. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Take a number. I, I've, had, no. <laughs> I've had a lot of stress the last couple of years, and I just, I mean, it's been pretty bad. And, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I would treat her like, almost like if I was a date and stuff, I treat you like a regular person, like flowers and <laughs> Just treat you just the way you deserve to. Well, you That's are very sweet. sweet. That's really Thank sweet, you, Andrew. Andrew. Well, keep keep in touch with her and check her out at uh, at I Chanel Press. I what? found her on Facebook too. So good. Well, keep well, liking her. Yeah, stuff. definitely do my Twitter because my Facebook I struggle with keeping in contact with people. So um, follow at, me on Twitter I, at Chanel, Chanel Preston. Preston. I hope that I hope to get back on Twitter again. Yeah, Great. do it. Just do it. It'll make you feel better. I think he wants Chanel to put the lotion in the basket. Okay, so, I know. So now we want someone who wants to have sex with Chanel, which is no surprise, um, on a website, and someone else would like a massage from you, and, but he would bring you flowers. Oh, yes. Which is okay. sweet. After yes. you give him a happy ending, he'll bring you flowers. That's very That's nice. That's a good guy. Okay. <laughs> we can take line three. Why are you laughing? We'll take line three. We're on a roll. Hey, Christian in Ohio, you're on Sex with Emily with Chanel Preston. Thanks oh, for calling. Chanel. Yeah, anytime. Um, I had a question for you. Okay, for Chanel. Uh, okay, yeah, Chanel. Hi, Christian. Hi. Um, uh, my question was: Have you did a girl on girl scenes with like on uh, swinger parties? You mean have I done girl on girl at a swinger party, or is this? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I actually haven't. I mean, I've been to many. Uh, swinger parties, but I have not engaged in sexual activity in front of everybody. But that sounds like fun. Yeah, and if she's... the opportunity came about and I was feeling the girl and I was really turned on, then I definitely would not turn it down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Is that really his question, though? Yeah. Is that really your question? Have you ever gone to a party and hooked up with a chick? Or did you is mean, the has she done a film where she was girl and girl? Did a girl and girl scene? Because I assume. Um, probably like a film, yeah. Like oh, a, have you do any films? You know how, like um, each video of porn has its own thing. Whether if it's an LM or on a bus or a van, you know, it, everything is its own kind. Well, I have done many girl and girl scenes. I'm sure if you Google me or go <laughs> find any of my movies, you will easily find what you're looking for. Because I, I have, right. I have, and it's hot. I have boinked many girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Cool. We'll check it out. Okay. I'll sure do that. All right. Thanks, Christian. Bye. Have a good night. My God. What? I like to think all three of those guys were like really proper and they're like, because when they first come on, they were talking normal. And then as soon as they hear Chanel's voice, they're like, hey, how are you? So I uh, was like, uh, like a massage shot girl you ever have been? They become mush. Right, and this guy Miguel, he, he would like to, um, yeah, go to a website where you can pay, and you'll, and then you have second birthday, so you guys are like separated at birth, and right? You should be together forever, right? 
That was hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so Chanel, hello. Okay, so tell me. Okay, so swinger parties. This is what you just brought up swinger parties. So do you go to swinger parties like here in LA? I don't. I mean, I I randomly have gone to some, but I've actually never been to one here in LA. I don't think. Okay, me neither. I've been to San Francisco, but not here. But I've been invited to some and mm. haven't gone. But do you? Um, what do you think? Like, people are always asking, curious about that that life. Like, have you ever been in a relationship where you were, like, in a swinging relationship? Or Yes, actually, I have. Um, the first, my first relationship that really brought me out of my sex shell, <laughs> I guess you could say, uh, we we dabbled into swinging a little bit. Um, was it, did it work in your relationship? Like, was it? Well, it, it was, it we didn't really participate with other couples because my ex would get really annoyed because he's right. like, I don't think these couples really want to do anything. I think they just like being here talking right. about it. And, and, and that's true. A lot of times it is you would true. get to watch. Yeah. Just watch. Or they want to just talk about maybe doing it, but they never really get to that point, which is fine right. because, um, you know, it's, 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 a big deal to right. share your it partner is. with somebody or, you know, sleep with strangers or whatever. Right. So, but I, yeah, we didn't <laughs> really go all the way with a couple. Right. But you. But we brought have. home like a one, like a girl. Right. Or even okay. a guy. Yeah. Well, we just never good. brought home a couple. Right. I got it. That's fine. Okay. So that's, that's good. <laughs> I, I've done that. I did that. I went home once with a couple after a swinger party. I did do that. <sighs> I'm d- Maybe I have it. I just don't remember. <laughs> it's so hard to remember it all is. the sexual stuff we've done. <laughs> but that was kind of fun, I thought. Like, I don't know. And I feel like oh, I'd do that again. I'm just busy. I got my time. I'm just so busy to go busy home to sex. I know. No, I should do that more. It was fun. I don't know, you know. But are you mostly – so are you dating now? Relationship? I am not dating anybody. Um, I actually haven't dated anyone in a while. <laughs> because you don't want to or because you're not – I'm just right. I work a lot, so See, it's difficult. You're busy, yeah, right? it's I am hard. too busy Let to have go sex. to a swinger party. <laughs> right? Plus it's hard to find people that um are tolerant of what I do. Right. I don't really want to put myself in a position to feel bad about what I do and it's almost just not even worth it to me sometimes. I know, right? It's hard. It's really it's really yeah. hard. I mean, I think it's hard too cuz sex with Emily it's like, oh god, here we go like did he Google? Like someone's fixing me up with someone this week, and I'm like, "Did you tell my first? Name? Did he Google me?" And I can imagine being in porn. Yeah. It's like ten times. And you know, I don't different. shoot vanilla stuff. Like there's things that I'm sure if someone Googled me would seem horrific, right? <laughs> but right, perhaps. <laughs> or he could be really into it, and then you don't know if he's just in it, or you you know, because he's into that, right? Sex, he thinks every night's going to be like that. I'm always having to de- de- determine that, and actually recently. Someone, my friend was trying to hook me up with someone and we were like texting and I, I thought I should be honest with him. Right. I'm going to tell him what I do because he knows my friend. It would be weird if he finds out. So of course, the moment I tell him my name, I was like, oh, it's over. It's not even, it's over before it began. Right. So I actually went on vacation. When I got back, I texted him. I said, did my, um, did your Google search scare you away? And he's like, um, yeah. He said that? Yeah, he's like, but my friend would love to meet you. Oh, and God. I was like, uh, no. no. He's I'm... all, no, he's really nice. I'm like, that, no. Oh, God, I know. I can imagine that it can be really, like, so, so had, when was the last time you were in a relationship? Was it with someone who was cool with it, or was it a, someone who worked in porn as well? No, the last time I was in, a, like, a more serious relationship was a while ago, and he was actually not cool with it. 
See, that's hard. It's Somebody hard. Doesn't respect your your work. I mean, I, yeah, totally. So you just could have you just had to end it. Would you ever date anyone in porn, or have you? I have once. I I I would rather not. But obviously, if I met someone I really liked, right. I'm not going like, to just say no. But right. I already know everyone that's in it. It's sort of right. like knowing all the kids in your class. Right. And I'm like, Meh. Uh, so probably I prefer not to. Right. I get it. But when I you t- don't, it's hard. It's always like. What do I do? See, I hate that these guys, because you're such like a nice, normal, <laughs> smart woman. And I just want to be like, that's what she does for like, it doesn't mean that she's... Right. I don't need to get like whipped in my personal life. Maybe if you <laughs> Maybe like sometimes, it. Right. sometimes I feel like it. Right. Sometimes she wants to be like every single time, but sometimes. Is that what you're into? Do you like S&M in your personal life or being whipped or... I'm not really bondage? into full-on BDSM in my personal life, but I definitely like power play. That's really big to me. And I like... Are you more submissive or dominant? I like... I generally like to be more submissive to men. Right. But then I also like when they can step back a moment and I can take over if it just feels right, right. for a moment and they're not insecure about it. Right. But I definitely like dominant men because I have a big personality. Right. So when someone can make me feel like small, I'm all... Oh. Right. <laughs> That's what most women are more more submissive. And, yeah. And, and they, they like that. So how do you... If you're with a guy... And you, do you tell them, like, this is what I want? Are you usually with guys who kind of know? Or, like, what kind of things, if you're not, into, you're more into power play, so more into him, like, telling you what to do or just being, like, like light bondage or, like, walk me through, like, a, a, your personal sex scene. So, generally when I meet somebody and I click with them and I have chemistry, there's already, we generally already have this idea of how we click. Like, if I meet someone who I really like, dominating me that's already that that dynamics already there it already exists so all that i would need to say is specifically things i like like if i do want to get tied up or whatever or i'll just do whatever he wants me to do right right Right, exactly (laughs) like i'll do whatever you want and sometimes i don't necessarily necessarily like something but i like that they've made me do right like what like give me an example give me an example you have to um so i have a friend who will come over and he'll he he teases me and he makes me do really stupid things that make me mad like get on your knees and bend over i don't know just right. like funny stupid humiliating right. things but then he won't do what i want until i do that and it's right. and it's sort of playful right. and fun and I wouldn't do that with another person, maybe, because right. we don't have that sort of dynamic. It's interesting. It is about the different dynamics. Yeah. So with that, it's and I, I have a weird thing with denial. Like, I like people to not give give it to me right away. Oh, we all do, right? <laughs> but, but don't you, like, the te- teasing, because it's a build-up yeah. and anticipation. Yes. And I like that. And I like them to sort of say no to me. And I'm like, wait, what? No to you how? No to you, like, when you're like, I want to have sex right now or something? Or no to you how? Um, not no, like, no, I don't like you. I'm not right. interested. No, but like, no, like, like, you, like you, you need to wait. Right. You need to wait till I touch <laughs> you. You need to be patient. Right. You're like, I don't like being patient. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. I do like that. that but, yeah, I do too. On. And I think that a lot of women like that. Like, I'm always telling guys like, go, when you're having sex, go five times slower than you think you need to. Or just yes. slow it down. Undress her slowly. Tie her up. Make her wait. Teaser. Don't go right for it. Like make her wait. That's make her wait. Make her wait. Teaser because then she'll be begging for it, which is what you want anyway. But when guys just have this habit of just like tearing off their clothes, like getting naked, and we're like, I didn't even see you walk in the room. Yeah, and then they're like, I don't know why she didn't come, and you're like, because it 
I wasn't fucking pounced her ass and exactly. <laughs> That's why she doesn't come to get anywhere. Exactly, because because foreplay is that thing that we're just like making up to torture y'all. Like you're yeah, right. really, really like we really really need it. Like we're not we don't yes. go zero to sixty. You walked in, we looked hot, you got a boner, and we're like still. You Even know. if it's throughout the day, like a sexy right. text or a little phone call. I mean, you can have foreplay all day long. Exactly. You can have it all week long. All week long. All, I don't know if That's you long the build up too. All month long. Right. Starts, foreplay starts with your last orgasm. I mean, seriously, <laughs> right. I think it's so true. This guy that I've kind of seen sent me the sweetest text on the way here and it just made me so happy. He was like, I think you're so, just it's cheesy. I'm not going to read it. But it was like, <laughs> it made me feel good. And it was like something about. I don't know what, but it was sweet. And it was a little for, and I was like, oh, it made me, and I hadn't thought about him all day. And then instantly, boom, it was like, he's in my mind and now I'm yeah. excited to see him. So like texting is like, is like the greatest invention of century in some it ways. Is. In some ways I hate it because it's like beep all day. But <laughs> for, for men to seduce more women, to anyone to keep a relationship going, those words are so powerful. So yeah, foreplay all day. So on your, so on your, your new website, Naked with Chanel, you give a lot of sex tips and sex advice for people. So what made you build this site? In addition to the other work you're doing, well, I started doing hosting work with a um, like a it's sort of e news for the industry sort of thing. Oh, fun! And I got really into it, and I knew it was something I really wanted to do. And when I got into doing hosting classes, they really emphasized branding yourself. And obviously, yes. I, my brand is sex. So I was like, well, what, what? Where what's my approach to sex? Because I don't really do the sex tips generally. I'm not like, this is the best way to do this. How can you do this? My approach is sort of like deconstructing people's attitudes around sex and helping them deconstruct it for themselves and find out where their attitudes come from so they can change them and change their perspectives about sexuality. And then they can learn how to give a great blowjob. Yeah, totally. It's it's true. And that's what I was saying earlier about talking about is that that people, I think the reason why people don't talk and communicate about my whole rant earlier is because also people are brought up with so much, so much, you know, shame, shame around sex or however they were raised. And you hold on to that stuff for a lifetime until you don't, until you go to therapy, until you release it, you talk to a partner, whatever, whatever it is to release the stuff that's holding you back from having great sex or having orgasms. And some people don't even realize that it's there. They don't know. They don't. Until they really think about it. Like, why do I feel this way? Right. And that's sort of the question I want people to ask when they um, go to my site is like, why do I, I I just sort of address like social issues around sex. Give me an example. So like, um, why, why don't, why, like if maybe if you're not, you don't support homosexuals or something, you know, why? Why? Because it's not right. Well, but, but why? Why? Like, where do you get that attitude from? Anything surrounding sexuality, you can be like, why? Because I think so many people right. have these ideas and they just blurt them out. Like, right. because it's not right or whatever. And you're like, well, why? They don't change. Right. They never do you change know why beliefs. you right. think that? That's and good. They usually don't know. Right. No, that's good. I'm glad that you're getting people to think. Okay. I'll be right back with Chanel in a second. Um, I have some words for our, from our wonderful sponsors. So I want to thank everyone for listening to the Sex with Emily show. And I've made it my job, as you know, to give you the best show possible and to make sure that this show stays free and I can bring it to you two times a week just take a moment and listen to my awesome partners here so I know a lot of you out there live in the LA area or you come here often and the Hustler Hollywood store 
should be one of your main destinations after you, I don't know, check out the Hollywood sign and what do people do in LA. Um, for the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for to spice up your sex life. Hustler Hollywood is a perfect date night spot like I'm talking about. If you want to spice things up, go to a sex store. Um, if you're in a relationship, browse their selection of sexy products, see what both get you turned on. This way, you can avoid any awkward conversations about sex and go right to the source to fulfill all your desires. Also, if you're single and you just want to have more fun during solo play, you got to see this amazing store. It's really beautiful, displaying the best products on the market today. So Hustler Hollywood, they do love my Sex Without Me listeners and want to make your sex life better, whether you're single or in a relationship, by offering a 20% discount if you mention Sex With Emily when you visit this legendary store. That's it. You can actually go to any of their stores. They have like 12 stores around the country. They have one in San Diego. Um, if you mention Sex with Emily, uh, that's why. Just to mention Sex with Emily, get 20% off. And um, in the words of Hustler, sex is free. We sell the accessories. So again, mention Sex, is, sex with Emily, get 20% off. Happy shopping. Hey, Em. Yeah. Can I tell a quick Hustler story? Please do. All right. I met a very attractive girl like uh, a long time ago. Long yeah. before the wife was involved. And uh, first thing she started to do was bitch about her boyfriend. So I knew that there was a good chance. So yeah, I pulled like, the <laughs> ultra douchey move after just talking to her a few times in class. Uh, I'm, and she was telling me that she hadn't had sex with her boyfriend for two months. I'm like, hey, let's hang out after class. I took her straight to the Hustler store. You did? On Hollywood uh, Boulevard. Helped her pick out her vibrator. And then it was on. No way. She broke up with the boyfriend like the next day. And then did you nice. use the vibrator with her? No, we threw that away because I just started banging her. Oh, okay, got it. But you could have. Okay, could have, yeah, yeah. Dude, nice move. Yeah, that was. You were like, hey, let's get a, let's go to the hustler store. But the hustler store is like a must stop now. It's like right there in the heart of the strip. So it's like right right across the street from the Whiskey A Go Go. There's so much history right there. There is, and they're open late, and it's fun. Like sometimes I get out of bars, I'm like, oh my god, they're still open. I'll go in there. It's it's really fun. Have you been? You've been. I haven't been there before. Oh, it's amazing. You got to check it out. It's very. I'm sure they would live for you there. Oh, I'm gonna do some workshops there. Maybe we could do one together or something. I would love that. That'd be amazing. Okay, one more sponsor that we have to talk about, and this is something that you're going home with your special prize. One of them. I have a gift basket for you, but. This is my down under comfort, which actually is, um, I, so I launched this new intimate care line called Emily and Tony, and there's nothing like our product down under comfort. In fact, we sold out of it once because it really is that good. It's a unique cream formula that turns into a light natural powder to keep your intimate areas comfortable, fresh, and ready for action anytime. Down under comfort for men and for women can be used anywhere in your body, and it prevents sweating, sweat stains, chafing, and that not so fresh feeling. So it's like anywhere, like a lot of men use like talcum powder or baby powder. It's like messy and sticky. But this is like vegan, cream to powder. It doesn't get messy. And anywhere you sweat, it keeps you fresh like all day. So you might be thinking, Emily, I showered this morning. I'm good to go. But guess what? Poor hygiene, number one complaint for men and women. So check it out. Uh, What are people saying? This is what I got an email today. After being a baby powder man for most of my adult life, can't imagine a day without this. Girlfriend's a big fan as well. Any guy who says his girlfriend won't go down needs to try the stuff. She loves it. Balls are no longer lonely. Women can use it as well. Go to emilyandtony.com. Get down at her comfort. Use code EMILY for 20% off your first order. That's emilyandtony.com. And I'm going to be giving some to you as well as my massage candles. Thank you. Yes. We have some there too. So back to Chanel. Everything Chanel. I have so much I want to talk to you about. Okay, so your website is doing well. Now you just launched it. Mm -hmm. And then are you working on any films right now? I'm always shooting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and you're still into it. Yeah, and I you am. love it. Yeah. Okay. And you do a lot of growing, mostly girl. Like, what is what's your? I do mostly boy girl. I don't actually do. I mean, obviously, in, in the span of my career, I've done tons of girl girl, but I generally don't do girl girl. That's not like my forte, That's not your thing. right? 
Um, it's definitely boy girl. But I do different stuff. I mean, I do a lot of romance stuff. Um, because I'm a decent actress. Good. You are. <laughs> well, obviously, if you're doing hosting and stuff, you have, you know, you are. You're able, I mean, you're great on the show. It was. Check out our last show with uh, Chanel Press and Samantha Sate. That's how you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. You can do all of that. But I also do, like, BDSM work or just hardcore gonzo. Is there anything that you're ever like, no, I'm done. I can't do that? No. <laughs> I love that. How could like a million like I'm sure there's so many guys if they could just get back they would be so fun and great and cool and like down like you're like down to earth. I love trying new things and I think that's what I liked about porn so much was whether when I got in I had tried you know I tried quite a few things but there's so much more. I know. And I got in and I was like what? And I'd see these porns and I was like they did what? And I was like I want to try that. What do you mean bondage? Tie me up. Like I was right. really excited that's so great. That's to try all this stuff. Right. And you like was there anything that you tried but you didn't like but you're glad you tried it? Well I'm not a pain slut. So when I do okay. BDSM I wasn't necessarily – I mean, I would take the pain because I liked the experience of challenging myself and trying new things. But it wasn't – in my personal life, I wouldn't have someone really hurt me. Right. Um, right. But some people like that, and it actually gets them off. I know. It totally – I a lot of people like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like serious pain. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not – I'm a little spanking. I right. love spanking. Right. But that's – Mine know. is like I like the dominance factor, not the pain factor. Right. Exactly. I totally yeah. – totally get that so um what do you think that you've learned like about your own like is it do you feel like since you've been how many years have you been doing porn now like four and, four, and a half four years and a half. so how so you've already been really open it sounds like in your sex life before that but how do you think in the last four years if you had to look at the spectrum like what do you think that you've like learned about yourself like how is your how is it open how have you opened up i'm sure in so many ways but like it's already like particular thing that you can point to like how you were at the beginning how you are now or well anything you can share that would be like maybe even be a good tip about what you've learned my experience with sex and sort of my progression to where i am today um (laughs) so i had been pretty adventurous previous to porn but not for that long maybe like a year or two years it wasn't like i always was and i wasn't a very promiscuous person in general before that but um i was always open-minded so with the guy i was with before porn we were adventurous and tried different things and i was like oh that's really fun wow and that was my time to try new things and when i got into porn it was the same thing i was like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do this and now that even though i still really love it i've tried everything i have a lot of fun doing porn but now i really value like the connection with right, people. Right, intimacy. Yeah, and so I, it doesn't, just because I'm in porn doesn't mean I have to be like flipped over into right. a pretzel all the time. Like I really value connecting with people because I have a lot of sex with people that I have fun with. Right. But I don't really connect with them on like a really intimate right. level all the because time. Because you're not, right. Because it's sex. And sex is like I was saying, just sex. you can have sex and have orgy right. with someone, but if you don't know them and talk to them and have the, have the intimacy. And I, it feels so different then. And so I really value that and then i also in men and my partners i value them being like sexually aware people right so it's hard so not all a lot of guys aren't so hard to find it's really hard to find guys who are everything (laughs) just like men are saying the same thing about women i can't find a woman who has it all um so when did you first was did you have like a certain guy that you were dating that sort of opened you because you said you weren't always into sex or as i don't know or into sex did you have like one partner that was like i did opened you up yes so I'll need that. Yeah, he that. was much older than me, and it wasn't 
in like a creepy way, like right. oh, I'm the old man. Um, he looked very young. He had right, <laughs> of course. So I was twenty. I was like twenty one, twenty two when I met him, and he was like thirty eight. Okay. Um, but we clicked. It. Uh, we had an amazing relationship. Uh, we're still friends to this day, but. In his previous relationships, he really wanted to try swinging and not necessarily – he was he was very much a voyeur. So it wasn't like he wanted to fuck other women. Right. He was like, I like to watch. And his ex was like, okay, it said she was into it, but then it caused right. problems. So I think they just weren't she communicating. Jealous, right. So when we were together, I was like, well, let's – Let's do this, and then we'll just communicate. If we try something, right. and one of us doesn't like it, we'll just say it, and That's we so we'll healthy. move on. You're 21. That's so healthy. Yeah, like we'll move natural. on. Be, it's like- we won't bug each other about it, and we'll just be really open and honest, and we did, and we had a lot of fun, and we did things, and sometimes it was like, oh, that was okay. We're like, okay, yeah, you're right. And other times it was like, ooh, right. I liked it again. That. That's fun. Yeah. That's good to have a partner like that, like that, that just like gets you – you know, I had like that that too in my twenties. Someone just kind of opened me up. I feel like I hadn't had it, and it just yeah. keeps going from there. Once you have it and you like it, you can uh, keep going. So, um, when uh, oh, so I was to say, what's your what is your advice? One of the big things for women, I think, is that they they lack like sexual confidence in the bedroom. They're not, you know, either they're insecure about things or they just don't have the confidence that they're doing something. Like, what what advice would you give to women who are experiencing that? They're like. They're just not feeling it. They're like afraid they're not doing the blowjob right or they don't feel good about their body. Is there anything advice you could give to women? Oh, that's it's hard for me because I've been doing this for so long that it's just like second right. nature at this point. So I've never really been in that position in right. so, so you've long. Always been that way, right? To where I was really. I mean, but there was a point where I was young and I didn't right, know. Right, right. I was like, know. what am I doing? But you always felt pretty good. I mean, I, same way. Like, I was never in, really insecure. I don't – well, maybe I was. I don't remember. Well, I actually wrote a blog about my sexuality and I actually talk about um, dressing sexy in front of my boyfriend when I was like 18, 19 and how I f- was so awkward because I wasn't sexy. Even though right. I had sexy clothes on, that doesn't make you sexy. Right. And now it's so different and I just really like found myself as a sexual person because at the time it was like, oh, hey, honey, School am I girl. sexy? Right. And it's like, well, no. <laughs> Because you're standing there there as if you're sexy. Maybe women on their own could just dress up sexy in front of the mirror, play music, and start to feel sexy. Like I think a lot of it has to do with women getting to know their own bodies. Again, I can't go back to masturbation a month. I promise. (laughs) I'll only talk about it for 10 more days. But women do not spend enough time getting to know their own bodies. Yeah. And there's more to it than just like having an orgasm. You might not have one kind. There might be other ones. Nipple orgasm, second most common type of orgasm. Have you ever tried to have one of those? I mean, spend time. You might be lacking sexual confidence because you don't really know what you want. Or you just don't, you don't feel sexy. So right. find what, it doesn't have to be in the bedroom necessarily. I mean, there's a lot of things that can make you, you feel sexy. Like right. someone, something smelling good could exactly. make you feel sexy. Totally. Reading something, wearing something. So find something that makes you feel sexy and get used to feeling that way or somehow, I mean, if you can, incorporate it into the bedroom. Right. Exactly. Learn, like, And also you might learn by like reading, like we said, reading erotica or porn and just ways to, you know, to, I think to feel. For me, it was when I started stripping. Oh, right. Because I, you started stripping. Yeah. And I wasn't like this real sexual girl or anything. So when I started stripping and I was dancing, I was like, ooh. This this is fun. I it seems ooh, fun. I'm moving I and grinding, and it was really I liked it, and it sort of brought out this different person. Right. In me. So how did you get into that? I I just was curious about it, and I was like, 
I'm, I could be a stripper. Right. And I, I, it was really out of curiosity mostly. Yeah. And I just found it to be really fascinating. And did I, you like it? How many years did you do it? I only did it for about a year and a half or two years before I got into porn. Okay. Um, I didn't like the hustling aspect, but it right. was an interesting world, and I liked that it was sort of this weird, secret, gritty, right. underground world. Like, oh, you're a stripper. Right. And I met a lot of really bizarre and amazing I'm people. I'm sure. <laughs> but you know what the funniest thing about strippers is the guys who were like, I hear all the time, like, guy friends, like, no, she she really like they think that you really like them, right? <laughs> like, that's your job, though. Yeah. You said the hustling. Like, you really have to pretend that you like them even if yeah. you don't. It's like, no, this one was. She gave me your number. I swear to God, she's into me. I'm going to go back, but that's what you want. You want yeah. to go back and give you she's more tips. She's a good businesswoman if she really, if you really think she likes yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And like, she's doing her job, but guys really believe it. Yeah. You probably had that, but that's Sometimes that's good, they good do. Tips. Sometimes they do. What? They strippers really like strippers you. like it sometimes. They do. No, they really do. Sometimes. They do. No, no you're right. I have guys, I'm, no, no, no. They, I'm sure you've probably met guys. I have, yeah, I have guy friends who have I took a stripper home once. And? And I talked her out of being a stripper. Yeah, why? I swear to God, she started working at Home Depot like the next week. What? Are you kidding? I swear you to God, shame her. After you banged her, didn't shame her. I was just because she was a really sweet girl. She was like nineteen, and she was like a university student. Are you and... trying to rescue her? I did. Don't do that. And then I flew home because I didn't even live there. It was pretty great. Really? Did you have sex with her and then you talked her out of we it? We did some stuff. She's probably pissed now. She's yeah. like that that motherfucker that douchebag. He, he made me quit stripping, and here I'm at Home Depot, and I'm still the manager at Home Depot to this day. I could have yeah. met a rich man. Home Depot sponsored the show. Oh, okay. They are? I'm joking. Oh. Yay, I Home wish. Depot. We should get freaking Home Depot to be a sponsor of the show. Okay, I want you to help me answer some emails, okay. Chanel. And I, I think you're going to be great to help me answer some of these. So, uh, dear Dr. Emily Morse, it's very professional. My name is Steve. Let me first thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing all your knowledge with your listeners, especially me, your biggest fan. Two questions. First, is it okay to use female douche in my colon? If not, what? How do I keep my anal area squeaky clean for the ladies? And is there a possibility of meeting you? Uh, I'm going to attend Jordan's boot camp. It would be an honor to meet you and personally thank you for all your great advice. Keep up the great work, Stephen. So first of all, Jordan Harbinger, he's been on the show. Art of Charm is his website. He teaches boot camps for men to, to meet to meet women and all that. He's awesome, Jordan. Okay, so I'm not going to be there, but maybe one day we can meet Steven if you're ever in L.A. and I'm doing something. Let me know. Okay, but let's talk about his anus. What would you recommend to men about keeping, like, because he talked about douching, and I just don't think you don't it's safe. They don't. No, well, I mean. There could be harsh chemicals in it, but what do. The thing with the with the anal area is there's already so many back, so much bacteria in there anyway. You could probably actually get away with putting whatever up there but not to say you should right. but you don't need to put a put a female douche up there because they have enemas right and so you can either use the little two dollar enemas that you can buy at a drugstore right. and you can use the solution or you can just dump out the solution and use regular water because the solution will make you use the bathroom right the water will just sort of clean out whatever's oh, okay. right there that's good and that's what uh in, in adult film, they don't use solution. Okay, that's no. a good idea. So buy it, but don't use solution. Just fill it with water. Yeah, unless you really want it to, like, stimulate everything and get everything out, use the solution. Right. But you can just fill it with with, with regular water. An enema with but water. But use an enema bottle, not a douche bottle. Okay, Because it might it. be mu- messy because it's where the holes are placed. Okay. Um, just... Believe me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if I you're... I freaking believe you. But if you're just... Uh, I, I, I had an ex who loved... 
um, butt play. So he always had baby wipes in the bathroom. Like, I was going to say that, yeah. Max. Use baby wipes. Yeah. And instead of, I mean, use toilet paper and then use a baby wipe. Yeah. I have baby wipes. Baby wipes are awesome yeah. for everything. Like literally have them in the bathroom, clean up. And women too, before you have sex, be clean, use baby wipes. They're First awesome. cheese dick and now this. Yeah. Oh, cheese dick is next. Thank you so much for asking. Uh. Hey, Emily, I just heard my first episode of SWE and it was fun as hell. You have a very sexy voice, by the way. But I have to ask your female listeners a question. How can you put a man's penis in your mouth with the intent of swallowing or spitting out for the prudes and rudes who listen, his splooge, but not feel close enough to to notify him that he might have a bacterial infection? This is about the dick cheese. If any of my ex-girlfriends noticed something weird like that, I would have much rather dealt with the embarrassment of looking like a dick sniffer in the eyes than than the crumbling relationship that would follow or my dick riding off in the meantime. Side note. If I'm waiting long enough to be comfortable to mention this to a girl before I eat her like a watermelon, am I waiting too long? Because a poet. Anyway, I know. I think he likes writing this. I know. Anyway, <laughs> love the show and that sexy voice, Jeff. So this woman called in last week, and she just said she's my boyfriend went away on this five day trip sponsored by ESPN. It was like a business trip. They were playing golf. Boondoggle. Boondoggle. I kept using the word boondoggle, which no one knew. But I used to work in politics, so to explain what that is, a boondoggle was when politicians would go on like these trips to like you know and i would go with i used to plan these trips to southeast asia and you know to talk to like the head of water in buenos aires and how they do their irrigation whatever but really it was a boondoggle meaning that you're playing golf and you're doing fun things and staying at five-star hotels and the taxpayers are paying for it but that must be a political thing so this was a business trip he's playing golf they've been together a while this couple and she goes down and he just showered and his penis it smelled like cheese and so she was very concerned and I think, yeah, she should have said something in the moment because – and she's like, I don't think he cheated, but then he said he didn't play golf. That day. I f- played golf, but then I found out he didn't, whatever. So he could have picked something up, a bacterial infection. Yeah. And she probably should tell him right yes. away. Yes. I, I am very lucky. I've actually never experienced that. Me neither. No dick cheese. No dick cheese. Me yeah. neither. I haven't. But so that's why I'm like, she should tell me SAP. But she still – didn't she still go on and give him the blowjob? I think she may have. She did. People yeah. pleasers. These women are like, so, so in, in her head, he bangs some strange prostitute. Yeah, or and she's right? still because she wants to be a good girlfriend. Give him a blowjob, but don't tell him that his penis. I don't know if she off. did. I, I don't know if she. No, did. I think she did. I think she did. Everyone that was to avoid. La- Listen to, to last week's episode. She put it in her mouth instead. I don't know what. No, oh. she was going down on him and smelled the cheese. Yeah, girl, stop being people pleasers. Stop it. They are. <laughs> they are. It. Women gotta take. You gotta ask for what you want. Really? I have no dealt cheese. with that with women, however, not with men. Oh, you're going down on a woman and they... and it, Yeah, because I... Uh, okay, when let's I, talk about that. Well, when I... I never dealt with it ex- until I started doing dom work. Right. And, um, and I started working with a lot younger girls. Okay. Who just don't know any better. Right. Um, and then I would... I never had anything really bad, but I would smell it on them. Wait, what does that mean? Like, the younger girls don't know any well, better? Well, they don't know. I mean, when you get into the industry, right. they don't know to do... Most girls douche beforehand right. just as, as a they courtesy. Do you use the chemical? The, you use no, the we just use water generally. Okay. Um, so they don't know to do that. Right. They're, they can't recognize when there's something wrong with them. So right. they could have had sex, you know, all week long and picked a yeast infection exactly. up or a bacterial infection and they don't know. Because um, they can't smell it themselves. Right, and they don't think to smell it to check. Yeah, and they just don't know. Right. They don't know what to look for. Right, it's true. And so if a guy is with someone and she has that smell, we've talked about this also on Loveline, like, 
it, it probably could be an, an infection. If you miss something with her for a while and she showers and she's clean, you know, it could be something. So you, you got to tell your partner. And the way yeah, you approach it is you, you say that you heard it on a radio show yeah, or exactly. a podcast. Say, hey, and you're, babe. you're concerned. Yeah. Just say, I'm concerned because there was, you didn't have this particular scent before and now you and do. And now you do. <laughs> and now you do. And now you got to go to the doctor. You smell like cheese made of fish. <laughs> oh my God. It's so true, dude. It's bad. But it is true that women, a lot of men have this this is problem with, yeah. with, with women and you've had it. So with women, I get it. it she didn't have it. She's had to deal with it. I clear. Yeah. So what did you do? But did you still have to do the, oh, it was Dom work? It was Dom work, so I don't have to be down there right, in the region. Right, but you like right. But I can tell, and um, so I've never had to, if if I had to actually go down on a girl and she was like that, I would probably mention something to yeah, her. Yeah, you got to. We all got to. You I would be, be like, honest. go um, douche with vinegar. That yeah, always helps. exactly. So but, she was like a client that you were working on when this happened? Or was it on video? It was on video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was a client. That's good. But still, but still, if you're in a relationship, have you ever, Anderson? You know, I, I never know. Every, every vagina smells a little different, but I've never really dealt with any kind of Gouda or uh-huh. anything like I that. I think some men don't know. Also, right. Like, especially when they haven't had that many partners. I think they think maybe that's what vaginas smell like. Right. They don't know. They're all, I heard that they can smell. Maybe that's what they smell like. Right. Exactly. And I think that women, too, it's just like men, you need to just... Use a baby wipe before you have sex or just take a shower, make sure, or douche or do whatever. But I always think that douching, douching with water. Yeah. Douching isn't generally very healthy. No, it's so not. I wouldn't recommend it. So the it. enema with the water for women, to, not the enema, but the douche with just replace the vinegar. Repl- and- replace, you can replace the solution with water if you want. I mean, it still will flush out good bacteria, but you won't be putting in, because some of that stuff is like scented. Right. No. It's like don't cherry like, blossoms. Oh God, you don't want to, right. Which could cause a yeast it infection. It does. It mixes with your own natural. So you, and just you can get like addicted to it, right? Like you have to, like you, your body becomes dependent on it if you use it too much. No. I don't, I don't no. think so, but it, it can harm the bacteria, the stuff, the natural bacteria. That but there's already, really yeah. no reason to douche unless something's wrong i feel like right um get and checked then, out by your gynecologist you twice it. a year once a year yeah. once a year i guess you're supposed to go once a year i go once twice a year, a year. Twice is a year. there a paps awareness month because there should be right i got paps um, awareness cervix month. awareness there is breast cancer awareness month right but that's i feel like we other. get a lot of girls that call love line they, they were 25 never had a, a pelvic really? examination never yeah. god i've been going for you gotta go you gotta I start a, a in a couple weeks Good, good. Glad to hear. Oh, shoot. You know, I need to. Lauren, put it on my schedule. I got to call the gynecologist. Thank you very much. Um, okay, one more question we've got. Dear Emily, I have had issues with getting an erection until recently. I have had issue with getting an erection until recently, I believe, was called caused by bad life problems. I have a female friend that I find attractive, and she's teased me, and this has allowed me to get an erection. The problem is... I have is that when masturbating, when I ejaculate, it has no power slash pressure and doesn't actually ejaculate, but instead flows very slowly out of my penis. I would like advice as what I can do to help to ejaculate with more power. Thanks, Anthony. Interesting. So it... There's I'm, a couple of issues there. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, go ahead, Chanel. So is is he able to get an erection? Yeah, he can get an erection. Okay. But he wants. But when he ejaculates, it just sounds like it just dribbles out. But some guys it that's, does. That's, that's, so, normal. that's normal. Maybe he's watching porn where it shoots yeah, across the room. I, that's what I was going to say. Maybe he has this uh, idea that it should be shooting across the room. Right. And that's not true. I mean, I've had guys have really big orgasms, and they're like, ah, and right. it just kind of dribbles, dribbles out. And yeah. That's, that's I okay. Think, I think Anthony's been watching a lot of porn. But um, I have to say that I don't think anything's wrong unless you know. Yeah, as long as it's coming out of your penis, I think 
you're fine. Ejaculate with power. I do have to say that doing Kegel exercises for men can also help them ejaculate. I, I just know this from because I have an iPhone app called Kegel Camp, and it reminds okay. you to do your – We talked about this last week. Do your exercises every day. And it just pops up time for Kegel Camp. And my friend Jordan, who I talked about earlier, there's 20 levels. And I don't – it's – I don't even have time. to. He got to level 20, and he's like, oh, my God. And he's probably like 32 or something. He's like, I swear to God, now when I when I ejaculate, it, like, shoots across the room like I'm 18. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's amazing. I mean, I don't know for sure, but, Anthony, you could try doing um, calculus exercises. But if you think there's really a problem, then I would see your doctor. So those are our questions. Chanel, anything else so people can find you? The best place is your new website or ChanelPreston.com. They well, where, they, do you, where do you want them to go? Well, they can go to <laughs> ChanelPreston.com and see me having a lot of sex. Which they, they might like. They might they, like that. They can't contact me through there. Um, you I, you can follow they, me on Twitter, at Chanel Preston. And I do have a Facebook, but I don't necessarily communicate with people on there. It's hard to do it all, man. It's Yeah, because I get so well, many messages. I know. It's like I don't, and, It's overwhelming. Oh, but, I have so many messages. I know. Honey, no look time. at Chanel. She's beautiful. I'm going to do a little video after if you want to check out who she is. It's not going to be a naked video. But but there is a contact section on my nakedwithchanel.com site. Check out her new site. It's really cool. It's got good information, and she's adorable. And and can I just say we have porn stars in here all the time, and she's super cool. Isn't she the super cool? Yeah. Right. I know. I love her. I'm so glad you came back. Thank you Thank so much. You. And I will have to have you back on again soon. I appreciate it. Thank you, Anderson. How was your podcast this week, Anderson? Fantastic. Film Vault? The Film Vault was a, it was a, it was a good one. Yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to stall so I can think, can of, think what of it. You can think of it. Everyone check it out. People love it. The hell was it? We had a good one, though. The hell was it? Was oh, we drunk f- this time? Top five racist characters. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, everyone, check out his podcast, The Film Vault. And um, thanks, everyone. Yeah, check out my podcast. I'm trying to think. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all sex with Emily. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Thanks for listening to The Sex with Emily Show. I love being able to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve. And I want to give you the best show possible. So I really appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free. Let me tell you about Promescent. Did you know one in three men suffer from premature ejaculation? Well, now you don't have to. Promescent is a quick absorbing delay spray that allows you to have the sex you want. You don't have to even think about baseball or your grain aunt Margaret with a furry mustache. You can focus on your partner's hot body, especially now that you have the time to make them orgasm. Also, Promescent closes the arousal gap between men and women. You might get there faster than she would like, so Promescent helps you last twice as long. Thousands of urologists are recommending Promescent, the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. Go to Promescent.com to find out more. That's Promescent. P-R-O-M-E-S-E-N-T. It's not rising to the top. That's the challenge. It's staying there. Check out Promescent. Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger, host of the Art of Charm podcast, the number one dating and relationship advice podcast in iTunes. I'm Emily Morris, host of the Sex with Emily podcast, the number one sex and relationship podcast on iTunes and at sexwithemily.com. And this is Just the Tip. You know, a lot of guys will write in, I know I just realized this sounds like, I have a friend who, uh, <laughs> but a lot of guys will write in and be like, you know, they have premature ejaculation, they can't last very long, they're two pump chump. Two right? pump chump. We've like all college, heard about the Minuteman. College roommate was a two pump chump. He told you that? One. He did. Or were you there for it? Uh, both. We like, we like, uh, uh. He, he would like, you know, 
he was super nervous about it. Oh, that and happens to a lot of guys. Lot. Well, there's a lot of ways that guys can learn to last longer, but they can master mas- masturbation. So they could learn. Yeah, really. Work yourselves up to like 10, 15 minutes, and you just wait to the point where you're about to go over and have that orgasm, and then you stop. Um, you could also have her climb on top. Usually when women are on top, men are less likely to ejaculate that, right. that you longer. you can't control it as well. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, when she's on top, right. you can... Right. You can control. Wait. When she's on top, you're le- most men are less, a lot of men are less likely to orgasm that right. way. They can also um, stop thinking. A lot of times it's in their head. They're thinking about their orgasm. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen because yeah. it happened the last three times and think it's going to happen again. So it I always tell to men they got to focus. They got to focus on what they're feeling in the moment, the sensations they're feeling. They can also try promescent. Um, it's a numbing spray, actually, that helps men last longer in bed. It's the only FDA approved solution. Really? So it's like a, it's like dick spray. It's dick spray. It's actually yeah. dick spray that you spray in your penis and um, helps you last longer. And she can't feel that you shouldn't have to know that you used it, but you will last a little longer and you will still be able to feel her, feel the whole sex thing, even though you're a little bit more numb. Wow. And it goes away after a while. Yeah. Promescent. Everyone should check it out. Oh, yeah. It goes away. I'm not saying forever. You're not walking you just, around with a, an erection a... for the next two years. At least if you are, let me know or let them know, Jesus. Right. Let us all know, actually. Right. If you guys want to learn more from The Art of Charm about dating, relationships, and even networking for business, visit us at theartofcharmpodcast.com or check us out in iTunes and follow me on Twitter at The Art of Charm. And check out the Sex with Emily podcast at sexwithemily.com and on iTunes if you want to have the best sex of your life, that is. Also, follow me on Twitter at sexwithemily.